0: Welcome to the Mind Management Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Bullock. Our brains are on autopilot, sorting information and just giving it all meaning. Here I'm going to teach you how to take your brain off autopilot, take control, and manage your thinking so you can live authentically as you and love authentically. I want you to create a life that you are proud to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you are here. If you are here, you know that I've got some fun things in the work for you. If this is your first time listening, then you probably don't, but I do. I am creating an app, a membership-based app where you can get life coaching, you can get classes. I'm going to have tracking sections, so you're really held accountable to do this work You can bring stuff that you're working on right now or you can stick with our monthly topic that we're going to go into so it kind of provides a little template for you. I love working with relationships and I think at the core of that is your relationship with yourself. You're going to find in a lot of your coaching, what it comes down to is what we believe about ourselves. So we focus on that, but you are welcome to bring anything to the calls. I've created an info list. So that will be linked in the show notes. Sign up there to be the first to hear about release date, the price, all of the information will be first going out to those on the details list. Once again, that'll be linked in my show notes. If you don't have access to the show notes, then go over to Anna Kate Coaching on Instagram and it is linked in my bio there as well. So get on that list. You'll be the first to know when that is up and ready for you. All right. Now, today's topic. If you've been with me any length of time, you know that I love to teach in analogies. Sometimes I think it lands better. And I was curious, actually. So I went to Google to figure out why are analogies so powerful. And that's literally what I searched. This is not like accredited, peer reviewed, but I do like the words that I found. It came from JackMalcolm.com. Don't know much about him, honestly, (laughs) but I like what it said. It said, analogies help us understand, organize, and make sense of incoming information. In fact, analogy is the foundation of learning from experience. People with more experience have a richer store of analogies to draw from, which is what enables them to rapid write decisions without having to agonize over every detail. Interesting. Interesting. This is why we get so obsessed with like, do? Like you can read about concepts all you want. You can listen to podcasts, you can read books, you can watch movies, you can do whatever, you can research, 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 but it's the experience that actually helps your brain form these pathways and be able to pull things from, to create analogies, to better teach. Interesting, right? So cool. So cool. So if you want concepts to make sense even better, we need a greater amount of experience That experience will help you describe these complex situations into analogies. It's going to pull from your experience to make it simple, make sense of it because it's been there. I thought that was interesting. At least that's where my brain took it. Experience is important. You can do research all day long, but getting out and doing the thing is what is going to just connect all those pathways for you. It's where the research is applied. So it's now one flowing unit versus the research knowledge that you know and then the experience actually going out and doing it. It connects the two. Interesting. Cool. All right. Now on to the concept of today. The analogy that I have for you today, which did rings true to this little concept that he wants to say, more analogies come with more experience, right? I was in action. That is when this analogy kind of started to make sense. That's when I found it. That's when I could see it very clearly. I was in action. Anyway, (laughs) okay. I want you to imagine two different conveyor belts, all right? One is to the left of you, And one is to the right of you. You are right in the middle, and you can only direct your attention. You have to turn to face one, and when you're turning and facing one, you can't see the other one, right? On the left, that conveyor belt is moving at a very fast pace. It's super fast, and the items that are on this conveyor belt are just spaced really, really close together. And as they fall off the end of that conveyor belt, they're crashing and they're making a loud noise. And there's a little siren in the corner that's flashing a red light and making loud noises, like "Eh, eh, eh," kind of noises, right? There's that conveyor belt to your left. To your right is another conveyor belt, but it's moving at a slow pace. And these items on this conveyor belt are even more spread out. And slowly, one at a time, those items are coming off of the conveyor belt, but they're not crashing. They're not making a loud noise. They're just falling. And the next one comes and then it falls. There's no loud noises. There's no flashing lights, just quiet and soft. What is consistent with both of these conveyor belts is as the items fall to the ground, There is no danger, there's no danger of it stacking up. Even though those sirens are going off, there is no danger. The items can fall, the items can crash. They have no significance, they're just there. And that is as well as the items on the right that are slowly falling to the ground without sound. The machine pumping out these items, so to speak, is your brain. The two conveyor belts are where you give your focus. There's going to be the problem-solving brain that's looking at that loud side. Each item that falls to the ground is a problem and it's loud. The flashing lights and the sound is the emotion that that item causes, right? That's the emotion. The items on the conveyor belt are the thoughts. The conveyor belt's moving. That is your brain pumping out the thoughts, That is what it's designed to do. It's designed to pump out the thoughts. You, you are the individual. Where you give your focus, that is you turning toward each of the tables. The conveyor belt on the right represents these slow, peaceful thoughts. Because it's moving slower, you have time to look at the thought. And as it comes down to the ground, it's soft. They have generating better emotions, emotions that don't have such a high vibration in the body or an all-encompassing, really heavy vibration in the body that as it hits the ground, your brain can think of other things. If there's sirens and lights going off and crashing noises, you're going to focus in on that problem. It becomes tunnel vision. The conveyor belt to the right is doesn't have a problem every five seconds. When it lands, it's peaceful. You have more of your brain space to think of other things. It's a higher vibration in your body. Maybe this is a messy analogy. (laughs) Maybe, but I want to tell you where I see it when I work with those I coach and I see it in myself as well. Sometimes we come to a coaching call with a thought that we feel is a problem and we want to fix this problem and we're zeroed in on this problem when really we have to remind ourselves if this is the conveyor belt just offering another thought, the part that we have to remember is there is no danger if this thought lands to the ground. If I let this thought go, there's going to be another one us focusing in on every single negative thought that is offered to us by our brain and feeling like we can't move on until we fix this problem is just like you turning your back to the peaceful thoughts, saying, I don't wanna worry about those. I'm gonna turn toward the conveyor belt that's flashing and all of these seem like a problem and all these items are pumping out so fast and I have to fix every item I have to solve for every item, but they're stacking up. Right as soon as you fix the one, you're going to have a hundred more. I see so many people get stuck on, I have these terrible thoughts about my body, or I have all these, this money work that I have to do, all these terrible beliefs about money work that I have to rework. That's not always the case. (laughs) As soon as you fix your money story, you're going to have a story about your body. You're going to have a story about the neighbor next door. Your brain is always pumping out more problems. And if you're always in disaster cleanup mode, if we're always facing that conveyor belt, we have no idea what's over on the other conveyor belt. The whole time we think that there's a problem. We think that there is is danger in letting these items just fall to the ground. When in reality, there's not. It's just where do we want to put our focus? What do we want to think? What thought are we letting occupy our brain, create our emotions, and drive all of our actions? What is it that we're focusing on? Because if we are cleaning up messes and trying to keep the ship above water 95% of the time, there's no way that we can start thinking thoughts that help us sail and thrive and prevail. We don't have to do cleanup work all of the time. Do I think that it's important sometimes and to take a look at those negative thoughts and really decide if they're true or not? Yes, of course, I know that. I'd love that work. But I also wanna give equal space to realize that sometimes we don't have to go in and rework our brain to never think a negative thought. It will always have red flags. It's always gonna find something wrong with your spouse or something wrong with the house that you have. That is what it's designed to do. It's gonna offer you those. Your job is to decide what I'm going to look at. Which conveyor belt am I going to face? And I wanna do that intentionally. In this analogy, there are two truths that I want you to remember that are also truths for your life. The machine will never stop. It will always dish out problems at a pretty frequent pace. That's what a brain does. That's a truth. That's going to be one of the facts in this analogy. And also, you can believe that in your life as well. So you know that it's not a problem. It is what it is designed to do. And then two, there is no problem with just letting this thought come and go. We don't have to fix every thought. Your brain wants to believe that the sirens mean danger and the loud crashing sound mean danger, but really, a thought is allowed to enter your brain. You might feel maybe some panic if you believe it for a second, but if you just let it come in and go, hmm, maybe and not have to fix it, you might watch that thought just come and go. Just like the items on the conveyor belt. No danger as you let them go. You don't have to fix them. The moment that you solve for one problem, another problem will pop up. It doesn't mean that we don't have to ever solve for a problem. If there's a problem you wanna solve for, great. But what I am saying is Don't spend all of your time in problem solving mode. Sometimes you want to create. On that right side, they are slow, peaceful thoughts that leave room for creation, that create peaceful feelings in the body. Those are your thoughts that create inspiration and joy and maybe contentment. Maybe they're not super big and enjoy, like joyous. Maybe it's just little. Maybe it's just a quiet, little, peaceful happiness. I want you just to evaluate where you've been with your thought work or in your brain. Have you been more in the problem solving? Have you been turned toward the very loud, very urgent feeling conveyor belt? Or have you been giving your attention to those creation thoughts? And this week, if you notice yourself, go into problem solving mode and you're shining a light on all of those problems that are being pumped out, I want you to just take a minute, remind yourself, this is my brain's job. The problems are never going to end. That is what it's supposed to do. And there's no danger in letting these thoughts go. And after that, look over on your right side to see if that conveyor belt is even still running. Maybe it's going to have a little bit of elbow grease to get it running again. What are those creation thoughts for you? Remember how I said it was at a slower pace and the items on the conveyor belt are way more spaced out. When we don't give much thought into those thoughts of creation, when we're not putting our effort in there, our brain requires practice. It requires practice for that creativity. So I hope you use this imagery in your life next week just to see where you've been and where you want to be. And just know that the emotion that you feel can be changed just simply by changing direction, by changing which conveyor belt you want to focus on. All right, my friends, that is all I have for you today. I'll see you next time. See you next week. Don't forget to get on the info list for the membership coming up. If you like the podcast, if you follow my work, you will love being in the membership. Come and get coached. Come and get some clarity on the things that you are going through. I can help teach you how to focus, how to turn that when those sirens are really, really loud and it feels very important to pay attention to all of these problem thoughts. That's what I do. That's what we do together and... I can't wait to see you there. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye.